<laughs> Some reason I didn't fucking hear at that time when my hands are fucking what? freezing. Why would you do that? I don't know and I don't get why it's a cold. I've been in my house for hours. I say out. Yeah, I've been in my house for hours. Jesus. Well, and, that's, and that's changed anything in what way? My hands haven't warmed up. Yeah, that's, that's usually a sign of poor blood flow. Uh, <laughs> poor blood flow. And then they hurt when I clap. Well, you know, you, you're lucky on in some regards then, aren't you? Could could have been worse. You could have no feeling in your hands at all. Okay. So. You could have yeah. no hands. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Take it to its logical conclusion. You're just evil about people who have, like... You, you discriminate. You both discriminate. I... No, I actually feel for people who don't have no hands. How do you feel for them? I'm an empath. What, you, you're touching them? That's just bad. That's just bad. No. Empath. You're not an empath. How do you know? Because I know you're not. You're a chipmunk. No. At best. Right, anyway, yeah. Before we end up in the weird genus uh, discussion, you know, and, and, and what people are like, let's get on with this. This is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Episode 37. How many have I missed? How many has he missed? He's not been around more than me, I bet. Uh, Darius was around in podcast... uh, 34? Probably. 34. Probably. I love the fact he doesn't even know. Just probably. Let's have a look. Uh, Yeah, 34. With you. That's because I bring all the Dariuses. Yeah, your Dariuses bring all the Dariuses to the yard. Wait, what? Anyway, yeah, I'm Ryan. Um, we've got Darius and Stefan. Yo-ho, SpaghettiOs! And, uh, you know, yeah, we bring, we bring this on a, a Sunday where I've uh, where I've had a week off my actual job. He don't really work, to be honest. Like to no, make him well, think I, he does. Excuse me, I, I work. I yeah. work. Who'd you work for? That is not something I'll be giving away here. Just because you don't work, we we no. You you do know what this is. This is no. no, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you the truth. (laughs) What do you mean the truth? The truth. The truth is evil. You can't handle the truth. I can't handle the truth. You can't. No, you can't. Oh, I I already know I can't. That's why I don't want to know the truth. Well, they were all hooked up to the Matrix. Come on, that was. That's not the truth. 21 years old is that now? That's not the truth. That's a, that's the biggest lie you would give it. You are a confusing person. You know that. Oh, I always try to be. <laughs> What's your point? Yeah, absolutely weirdo. But uh, yeah, no, no. Enjoyed enjoyed my week off. So there. Did you have spaghetti? Sort out stuff. Um, no. Actually, oh. I haven't had spaghetti. Did I did use a, a homemade pasta machine though. I've tried to make spaghetti. How did that go? Um, we'll so, move on. Uh, let's just say no one in else, no one else in his house is alive. It was no, it was. It was I've a not seen mine process. for a bit, and I've not seen Don for neither for quite a bit. So I'm assuming right. he killed them all. I no, not yet. But Ryan, really bad oh, yeah. Ryan. Mine really well, bad. Well, now. you don't know that they were one of his hits. Hey, you're a hitman. I am not a hitman. I know someone who is a hitman. No, I don't. You Just technically, right, you hold did. on. Disclaimer, full disclaimer. I do not know any hitmen. You do. Oh, you do at least one. See, I, even we I, know well, you do. What, Agent Forty Seven. He's he's a video game character. Yeah. That's not really yeah. someone you know, is no. it? That, that so you can't say I went and had drinks with Crash Bandicoot, can I? Darius is a professional hitman. Did you not know this? I. Right. He wears a suit now to work. That doesn't. You know, he wear a suit for work. Well, he he used to. When he was a hitman. And he got paid better. Because now, now he's ending up into the more of, of business casual, as opposed to, you know. Well, you know. enough of private life. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're heading into bits of personal life that we really don't want to be, you know, going to for everyone. So let's kick this off with what's being played. What's being played? Cha-cha-cha. And, uh, 
Yes, yes, Steph, cha-cha-cha. So based on the fact that Darius, you've been the person who's been here uh, the least, least recently, mm. um, you go first. That doesn't mean I've played much. It's way opposite. But why why yeah. do we have this person? He's useless. I, I, I ask we get a new, a whole new <laughs> thing. Yeah, just scrap immaterial games. We go again right now. Um, no, 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 scrap fine. the whole image. Just scrap everyone who's in it. We'll get all new people. <laughs> the brand new immaterial games we, we, with we, we, Brian, <laughs> Stephen, and... Derek. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> just replace anyway, us all. What I've Wait. been playing is some of the Star Wars Battlefront games. Okie dokie. I like flying in those spaceships. Wait, we we talking about the old Battlefront here or? Oh, the second one. Oh, Star Wars EA Battlefront two. Yes. Ah, how is that now? Uh, well, there are still people complaining about it, but it's a Star Wars right. game. I like Star Wars games, and I like Star Wars games. Fanboy. And the mechanics work so far for me. I don't have anything to say. Ah. But oh. about it. So you said you like the flying in the spaceships there. Yes. Or well, it's hard, don't take me wrong. It's hard to, you know, get get a grip on it. Mm. <laughs> Especially when you have the players who spend uh, 200 hours on it. So you're yeah. literally Stop spending getting... 200 hours on it. You're getting yeah, literally blasted to pieces within a second. People need lives. Lives need lives. But if you if you're not if you're trying at least to complete the objectives, then you have mm. a big chances of shutting down someone and getting good scores. Because that's that's mainly what it is about fulfilling the objectives. To get yeah. a good good score on the end and then you can level up and when you can level up you can add extra cards to your profile, so that mm. next time when you're flying with that, using this this or this ship, they have a, let's say ten percent of more more health. Yeah, that was the the main point of contention, though, wasn't it? When EA Battlefront Two came out, yeah, was was this was this uh, like loot boxy structure? Yeah, because you could, you could pay for power, of, like pay for the loot boxes. And mm. get the better cards, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but right now, it's more like you have to level up to use them anyway. Right. Okay. So it's I don't I don't think it's like a the biggest concern at the moment. Mm. Yes, they are still concern. quite, quite, quite the controversy with those bo loot boxes. It is, but it's not as bad as the first one because in the first one. Uh, you had a, like a special ability for your character. Yeah, the, like, the hero cards weren't they? Yes, hero like? cards. Let's call them. Uh, they cost well. They were like they look like golden cards. Mm. Uh, and you could only use this ability if you had those cards on hand. Yeah. And if you didn't, you could not use it. So you had to buy it. How to buy it? Well, you can pay with the in-game currency. Or you can spend your real money for it. Yep, sounds uh, pretty EA. Pay to win! Yay! Yeah, that was that was in the first Battlefront. On this one, you don't really have to, because as soon as you unlock that card, it stays with you. Mm. So you don't. There is no need for rebuying this ability every single time, basically. Yeah. Nah, I get what you mean. So, um, just so I remember, did this have a season pass? Uh, don't remember, but if it did have a season pass, I kind of get it together with the Origin Prime. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure about this one at the moment. Mm. Yeah, no, it's only because say because me and Martin. But I think I think I think it, at some point, yes, it did have a season pass and. Through the season pass, you were able to unlock certain characters. Mm. I get it because that thing. was the, that was. Yeah. I was saying that that was the main issue that um, we had with 
EA Battlefront, oh, EA Battlefront One, was that the the se- the the game came out and it was basically half a game, mm. and then the season pass added the extra maps. That by the time it was done, you paid double the price for yes a game. Well, with number two, what it was is I think you get you, you from the beginning because well the game is like what two years old or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the beginning, you had all the maps in the game. Yeah. However, you had to pay uh, to have like iconic characters in the game. So if you want to play like Lord Vader, you had mm. to pay extra, and yeah. that's where the, all the controversy with the loot boxes started because you could graft through the loot boxes to get the uh, the, the the Vader. Mm. Yeah, because that was that was also time wasn't it? when they when they were caught on their idea of this pay to win advantage it was like well we'll take the microtransactions out temporarily yes and at the same time they bumped up the prices of the in-game currency stuff which was uh awkward to say the least which is a shame because mechanically the game itself is good yeah. the business model implemented by ea is rubbish like for every other game mm. yeah it kind of I mean, that kind of happened with 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 Anthem because, like I say, it's a shame because mechanically, that game is quite sound. Yeah. But content-wise, there isn't much there. I did think the map was going to be bigger in Anthem. Yeah. The way they kind of put it forward, it kind of makes you think, oh, that's going to be a really big map, and then you get on it, and it's like, eh, it's not. You can get point to point in about five minutes. Yeah. Which is. Dragon Age maps have been fucking bigger. Yeah. But. Yeah, you're having fun with it though. Then I'm assuming, Darius. Yeah, yeah, it's all. It's a good stress relief after work, if I have yeah. a chance to play it. If he goes to work. I, I'm trying to go to work, Stefan. I'm not like you, who's off sick for every single. Oh, I'm well, not I'm, being off sick for God knows how long. At least few times a month. No. Okay. I don't know where you're getting your information from. You liar. Shall I, like, just go for a second and let you <laughs> work out your differences? Don't worry, I'll, I'll beat him up. About the sick days? <laughs> yeah. It's coming from uh, the one who took sick days to go on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. Mm, might cut that. Uh, <laughs> I would move on he, from that he, point. He <laughs> don't work there anymore anyway. Oh, well, I guess that's not too much of a problem then. Right, okay, cheers, Darius, for your Battlefront insight. So, Steph, it is your turn. Uh, I've not played any games new, but okay. I have played Brass. Brass? A bard game. I was playing it with Darius yesterday. Okay. I don't know so why he didn't invite brass? you. I, I did think he would invite you, but I don't think he cared that much. Um... Darius, uh, help explain busy. it. I was, a, I was busy being a human game. being at bingo. Yeah, I'll say it. Anyway, yeah, so. Is brass. that game news? No. Well, um, there are actually two versions of Brass. Lancashire and Birmingham. We've played the Birmingham. Birmingham Brass. Okay, that still sounds like a cool name. What do you do? Um, Darius, help. You, you know the game better than me. But it's your pig to tell. I swear it. Well, what else am I gonna? T- okay, you um, you at the beginning you get well, how many cards is it? Like eight cards. You get eight cards and then, in it you kind of build. It's like um, going back to when Manchester first started and you make industries and then sell people coal and iron and shit like that to gain profit. Okay. But you don't sell it. Basically, any other player can take. Any of your resources, as long as they're joined to you by a canal, but they have to have paid to make the canal. Um, right. Okay. This is in the first stage. First stage is like a canal stage, and then the stage after that's train stage, I believe. Mhm. And in the first stage, you get your eight cards, and you want to build your own like little. I think there's part of there, cotton. Iron and coal is the main resources in the whole thing. There is also... What's the other one with the boxes? Mm, they're called goods. Oh, so goods. So foods. 
yeah, like food or um, inventory or yeah, anything kind. Of, it's like small small appliances. Small appliances. So there's your there's your washing machines, fridges. Well, and then um, I was more thinking like old furniture, but fine. Well, you said appliances. Yeah, I know, but they have appliances. But they didn't have it in the 18th century. I know they didn't. This is why I'm a bit confused. <laughs> I'm saying it's not a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm just I'm um, looking at it. I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the board. So technically, the, the easiest I think explanation about the brass is, it's an economic game with. Uh, it looks. It's kind of like yeah. It's it's hard to explain because you're it, not. It tend looks to... like a. It looks like a euro game. So yes, it like, is. Like ticket to ride in a in a sort of sense of yes, it is. filling out it bits is, with it sections. Is, in it's hundred percent euro game. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your hand of eight cards, uh, and you can use two cards, two actions per turn, to either build something or ship something. So mm. you have to first of all you have to build, let's say, pottery, and then with the other action you can use that to ship it to the market. Which right. will then generate the income for you every turn. Mm. And then you're using this income to build something more expensive, which will generate more victory points and more income if you ship it. Yeah. And so on and so on. Okay. So, uh, how many games did you play and who won them? Uh, we played one. It took, what, like three hours? Mm. Um, me, uh, me and Darius didn't win. Dennis one. <laughs> oh, Dennis. <laughs> apparently, Dennis apparently, his strategy to go for money was a good one because I, I was more focused of not generating too much income, especially if mm. I don't, if I knew I will not really need it. Uh, so I was kind of trying to focus on building um, industries and Linux you... to the industries. So that will generate more points. Yeah. But I failed. Oh. Ah, well. Did you enjoy it, though? That's, I that's did. the... the yeah. idea. Because I feel like, in terms of Euro games, that's, that's something to look at. I mean, especially something like Ticket to Ride as well. I've never played that's Ticket of... for Rides. Oh, that's... I've, I've watched it. I've never actually played it myself. I do have it on the... the like, the tabletop bundles... That's on Steam, but you know, board game variety is is pretty cool as well. It's like, yeah, you're just competing people join a the great railroad rush, trying to create rail lines across the U.S. or Europe, depending on what type of or what game you've got, and yeah. you do that by sort of drawing cards to sort of get train carriages that you can place on lines across America and. The, the it sort of has a Lords of Waterdeep style thing where you've got hidden objectives in, in sort of in your hand that you need to complete to gain points, otherwise you lose points. But you don't want to let your opponents know that that's what you're trying to aim for because they're going to try and block you while also trying to do their objectives. So, sort of the same sort of it's the same sort of feel that I would expect Brass to be like in that sort of in that sort of way in in sort of trying to sort out, you know, your industries without people, you know, without letting on to people what you're trying to do. Hmm. Well, there is the other aspect to the brass, is that, like, okay, you're playing versus other players, right? Mm. But then you can't use their resources to help yourself to, right, okay. to build some industries. But while using their resources... You're helping them uh, make money to, and get points. To to get yeah, because as um, let's say you build a call and you're putting mm. four cubes of the call on that. Uh, yeah. As soon as that player runs out of these four cubes, that tile business is flipped. And right. when you flip in it, that means the all goods have been shipped. Uh, that means you generate from this. Um, th from this mine, you generate an instant income for your, that player mm. who's who owns it. 
the sort of settlers of Catan so if, plot. So, so if you're using somebody else's resources, you as well helping them develop yeah. their their economy. Mm. So it's that sort of risk reward structure that you gotta go. Yeah. Sounds sounds cool. So yeah, we'll see how see how that works. That's, that definitely piqued my interest. I just love the fact I said this, started to explain it, and then, t then Darius took ahead because he played it more, a lot more than me. <laughs> well, y yeah, but you also said you enjoyed it, so I did enjoy it. I enjoyed so, it. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be. By the way, I'm cool. not complaining. He did that. <laughs> no, you mean you were asking for the help in just? Yeah, to, I was asking for the help. I just anyway. love the fact he took over it because it was like I was really stuck. Fair enough. No, that's <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So we've had. Uh, you know what we what we had we've had Star Wars Battlefront we've had Brass and it's on to me uh, the game that I played Not the most over bingo. this week uh, yes actually <laughs> so yeah so Bingo is a ninety card uh, a ninety number game no I'm I'm joking um, now it's been Far Cry New Dawn I played and completed it over this week yeah um, it turned out I found a, a deal for it I got it when I got um... Fallout 5. Far Cry 5. Yeah, Far Cry. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I didn't at the time because I just had Far Cry... Uh, I've said it myself now. Uh, no, no, I said it right the first time. Oh, God. Ryan, you're bad. You make, yeah, I'm confusing myself. Um, I'm not a bad Yeah, influence. I had Far Cry 5 for ages and just sort of got round to playing it. And then New Dawn came out. And, uh, yeah, we know the Far Cry 5, first-person shooter, set in America... Trying to take out some cultists, uh, doomsday cult, um, who are trying to set something up for what they predict is the end of the world. We're going to go into slight spoilers because Far Cry New Dawn's only a couple of months old. Um, yeah, uh, nuclear we uh, fallout did happen. Turns out the cultist was right. Uh, good old Joseph Seed, the father from the first game. So um, yeah, for, uh, Far Cry New Dawn is. What I would call an expand alone. There is definitely not enough content in it to warrant it to be a full game compared to Far Cry 5. So I'd call it an expand alone, but it is a good expand alone. Ubisoft may have shitty microtransactions every now and again, but they know how to do. They they've got their core gameplay loop down in their games. Sometimes that can be a problem in terms of some like Assassin's Creed. Once you've played one Assassin's Creed, you've played yeah, you've them all played at that point. Um, and then and I mean, adding the boats for me to Assassin's Creed just made it worse. See, yeah, we 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 talked about this tons of times. I won't be, you know, in the sense that, yeah, I I liked that that they tried something new, and Far Cry, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, is probably my favourite of them. Um, we'll see we'll see what happens at the end of the month on the humble monthly when Assassin's Creed Origins comes out and see if, if that's any good. Hmm, it's got a levelling system. Probably not. But anyway, yeah, go back to New Dawn. It's set 17 years after the events of Far Cry 5 um, in the same map. So they pulled a primal where it was the same map as Far Cry 4. But uh, yeah, you follow a new character now called the Captain of Security or as everyone just calls you, Cap, because it's easier. Um... And yeah, you are now taking on the High Women, which are led by uh, by twins called Lou and Mickey. Of course, like every Far Cry game, the villains are on the front cover of the box every time. Um, but yeah, no, it's the same sort of thing. You go around the map uh, recruiting specialists, basically rescuing them from dodgy stuff, uh, looting um, materials as opposed to money this time, because what's money? Um, and shooting stuff stealthily or loud as you see fit. Same sort of like concept as the other games. You've got outposts that you take from them where you'll gain bonuses if you take it without setting off an alarm or even being undetected. Um, yeah, you just go around and you do your shooting and they've got their good old guns and fangs for hire again. So you've got your, you've got your normal people like uh, my favourite... Uh, Gun for Hire is a character called Nana, and she's a very, very old lady, but she is also a beast with a sniper rifle. 
It's great. She's a beast. You meet... So it's a really old woman. See, I was about to say it'd be really funny if she's an old woman, and then you said it, and I thought that, yeah. that's kind of oh, funny. Yeah, funny. I mean, she's called Nana. So, you know. It'd be really good if she just goes to you and goes, Yeah, dearie, have a sweetie, and she pulls it out of her purse. Uh, no, she's kind of very violent for an old lady, I'll give you, I'll give you that. I mean, you, you do meet her, though, and it's just like... <laughs> you meet her, and I think one of the things she says is like, Oh, yeah, you're probably asking yourself, how can I be... How can I have the body the age of a model, yet the face of a scrotum? And, uh... I am asking that now. But, uh, yeah, she's just like, she's very agile old lady. It's just like, she's the one that, you know, would be on the local news... Oh, 98-year-old 90, Nana Doris had completed the London Marathon for the 15th time. And you know, came that first. Sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she came first. She actually beat the men's elite race. She beat Mo Farah. It was just like, what the fuck? Where, where, where'd she come from? Um, she even beat a guy on a pedal bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's... She actually just went and ran and ran the Formula One race, and she just beat them. What the hell is going on with her? But yeah, no, she's one of my favourites. But they got they've got others. Um, you got a boar, or well, like a you know pig or boar, who's who's literally he's defined as tank. So he runs in two maps with the express purpose of just having all the fire drawn towards him. Yeah, and then you got like a you know you've got. What looks to be a long distant relative of Boomer, the dog from the first Far Cry Five. Um, I've forgotten what his name's called, but he's he's the scout, so he can just run along and tag all the enemies, so you can then just have a nice shoot. But um, slightly different from Five in that you can only have one gun slash fang for hire or one co-op player, as opposed to Far Cry Five, where you could have um, up to two. Guns and Fangs for Hire, slash one co-op player and gun. So, um, yeah, it's sort of a little bit narrowed in that thing, maybe probably because he thought it was a little bit <laughs> a little bit overpowered to have, you know, a bunch of people treating mm. it like Ghost ghost Recon. But, um, yeah, Storyline's there. It's very, very pink and blue. Pastel pink and blue. Um, it's very nice to see the whole map, and it rather than being... The Fallout style of Wasteland, where it's just all rocks and grey and brown. It's very vibrant. It's it's sort of a case of the, the, the bombs didn't destroy Hope County in a way that just turned it into dust and ash. It's, it's sort of wildlife has took over. It's a very uh, I Am Legend sort of style. Uh, okay, yeah. So the animals have took over and there's flowers everywhere and, you know... It's still got the old signs of the place, you know, sort of houses or wrecks of houses half buried because the dust has just come over and, and took everything apart. But yeah, no, it was an, an enjoyable game. Let's say it was very, very short. That's why I call it an expand alone. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice to 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 meet old characters, meet aged up versions of of old characters. What, what would um, happen to the original, your original person? So, okay, in the sort of spoiler warning territory on this. Right, there we go. That's enough for, for those people who want to still listen, they'll still listen. Um, the original character, the rookie, yeah. or the um, the rookie deputy, or whatever they, they were called. Um, so they get captured at the end of Far Cry 5. Ah, okay, okay. So what happens is they succeed in taking down the cult, they confront Joseph and they have a giant boss battle he gets defeated and as you're arresting him the bombs go off you then, you've then rescued all of the the other members of the police or the sheriff's department that you've got there uh, and try and drive to the bunker that you started the game in you fail everyone dies apart from you and Joseph who drags you to the bunker uh, handcuffs you there, tells you that he was going to kill you, but no, we need we need to start a family. Blah blah blah. Later on in the game, you meet um, the group of New Eden from the sort of the game, and they're the people who've shunned all the technology. They've went a far cry primal way. They just use bows and arrows, and they 
so so doped up on bliss but not bliss being the drug in the game um sort of in a way that they can just that live their lives and um you meet joseph again who's now a kind of good guy which is a bit of a weird one sort of realizes that he fucked up and okay. um, just just decided well humanity is stupid we're just going to try and we're going to leave everyone else in peace we're just going to get on with our own life and then you meet a character called the judge who can be one of your guns for hire um the judge is just head to toe in leather clothing sort of animal skin clothing and a giant mask and it turns out through conversations and notes you find that the judge is the captain uh, is the deputy from the previous game who's so guilt-ridden by the events at the end of the of Far Cry 5 that they just requested to wear a mask and will just listen to everything Joseph says. They've sort of become subservient. Okay. And it's kind of depressing because you then, you move and sometimes you're, you're there in prosperity, the, the city that you, or the town that you look to rebuild. And you can walk past and you'll just hear the judge sobbing uncontrollably. They don't speak in any other way, like the first game. In fact, one of the characters mentions, oh, they're still quiet. But yeah, you can just walk past and you just hear the judge just going... <laughs> um, wow. And the the um, and the, the question that they answer and the, well, that people ask on that is, like, well, what what are they? Are they male or female in this? It's like, well, no, they're whatever you made them. They're just so covered up in clothing and all they make are grunt noises <laughs> that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, so so the judge becomes from a playable character to one of you, you you guns for hire, later on in the game. In fact, to the point that that one of their traits is stealth. To the point of that, if you get in a vehicle, they won't, because for them, for them it's considered too loud. They're generating too much yeah. attention to the bad guys, so they will just run, which is a you know fun. But yeah, no, I I didn't I I I play it. Um, I'd certainly play it co-op with people, if only to do the uh, the features. Yeah, I've got it. Expeditions. So I've played co-op with you. I've never yeah. actually started it yet, so. Oh no! You'll you uh, expeditions are probably the things that'll be liked on there. Is the, um there's bits where you'll leave Hope County in a helicopter, okay. and you'll try and take on the highwaymen on maps, uh, the large scale, and you have to pick up a you have to pick up a bag, mm. and you need to try and do that stealthily. But once you pick up the bag, it's got a GPS tracker on it, which activates after 30 seconds. So it becomes then a survival game at that point. So you pick up the bag, you leg it to an extraction point, and then you have to hold out. It's very very division-based. It's like, like the Dark yeah, Zone. Yeah, it does seem like Dark Zone type thing. Except without the the, the backstabbing rogue elements, yeah. So, um, yeah, but once you like there's the three difficulty levels. Once you get and once you get to and complete the third difficulty level, it then randomizes the objectives on that um that map. So you can then just turn it into a bit of an endless game and you get resources that you can use to upgrade your guns from there as well. So <coughs> last week? Last year. Last year. But uh yeah, that's something to something to consider and if you're up for it one point. No, I'll blind it. So yeah, so uh, yeah, that's 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 me. So uh, to be honest, I think that's the more the reason I got it for the co-op play. Yeah, uh, I have to admit, I'm not one of. I've kind of fell off the whole thing of playing games that aren't co-op anymore. I don't like. Don't I like mm. a good individual story? Because I still like Dragon Age, and I can't wait for another Dragon Age. Um, it's like Assassin's Creed. I always wanted a proper co-op Assassin's Creed. Hmm. Yeah, I think this is where I'm sort of like you on that sort of idea. I mean, I will play a single-player game because I like the story element of a single-player game. I would like to co-op with people because that grants you know some sort of like group aim for it. Party play, those sort of like competitive games, a bit like Move or Die. I'll I'll play and Worms. They're just a fun, and they're not they're not you're not out there to be competitive and win. I just don't gravitate towards competitive games anymore. So your first-person shooter fests and MOBAs. Are we getting old? I can't, I can't get back into them. Do you say we're getting old? I think so. Yeah, back in my day. Um, <laughs> back no, in my yeah. day, everything used to be co-op. Oh, back in my day, yeah, back in my day, you you could all just sit there and play a game on one screen. Yeah. 
<laughs> back so, it, back. Yeah. That's that, that's Ryan Shoney's age, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, we we're done with showing our rage and speaking in video games, so it is time to go to the news. News time. Thank you, Steph. Uh, so we will start with Steph's story first. I don't even know what this story is. <laughs> I put it in. I don't even know what it is. Oh yeah, so I know what it is. Now. I know you, what it is. Uh, yeah, the one you uploaded from Games Radar. Um, where it's been reported that Dragon Age 4 may incorporate live service elements, but they have stated that it won't be Anthem with Dragons. Oh, so... so the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that so consists it won't be. I remember hearing... I remember telling you about this. I did read an article where it was like, it's going to be Anthem with Dragons. Yeah. Uh, it turns out it doesn't end up being that... Uh, yeah. So, so the idea is that Kotaku, investigative journalists like they are, um, apparently stated that yeah, Dragon Age 4 was going to be, this is the, the weird one, smaller than Dragon Age Inquisition, but larger in player choice, followers, reactivity and depth. Which sounds a bit weird. So they're going to try and turn, it sounded like they were just going to turn it into a shared world, you know. It's a bit like a Destiny thing. Yeah. So it's just a, sort of the idea that you'd be able to to do it, and then you join in with other other bits. Now, you know, I don't like the sounds of that. No, not really. I've I think I've liked with 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 Dragon Age, and you're you're probably the same sort of sort of idea on it. You like this idea of it being you and your party, yeah, and in your development and sort of the attachments that you make, basically like any sort of RPG like that. Sort of Bioware. You know, part of their their stick was that they could do very heavily character focused narratives. But then, see, in number one was all mm-hmm. about the. It was the Darkspawn, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was it's... all about the Darkspawn. But then you become the fi- hero of Ferelda. Yeah. So if you go yeah. down the something where you survive, down the starry path where you can actually survive. You become mm-hmm. the hero of Ferelden, who magically survived. Because, regardless, everyone believed you should have died. Um, and then in number two is Kirkwall, mm-hmm. where you become the hero of Kirkwall. But at the end of number two, they're asking, we don't know where he's gone, and you don't know where the hero of Ferelden's gone. They just seem to mm. have vanished. Yet, yeah. not, in an Inquisitor, they don't mention it again. Yeah, it's a bit weird on that. It's like it sort of got lost to history, and that's not. That's, that's not weird, yeah, considering that's a bit that weird the, for Bioware because the, they tend to carry it on. Yeah, take into account the origin story, which you know, there's 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 time between the origin and becoming the Grey Warden at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of years or such that could happen there, and then generally it's been a linear time frame from there, hasn't it? So between sort of being the hero for Ferelden and then. The Battle of Kirkwall. Hero of Kirkwall. The champion of Kirkwall is where you are well, yeah, she, well, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, sort of the Battle of Kirkwall yeah. is where it all started, wasn't it? With the Mage Rebellion and yes. sort of the Templar sort of stuff. This, when the Inquisitor came, came in. Yeah. So the whole Kirkwall thing happened over the period of, what, five years, I think it is, or something like that? Um, It does tell you in it, like, the... Because you do, in um, Kirkwall, you can meet Alistair, or the Queen, depending on who, yeah, you've, put, depending on... who you've put on the phone. Um, yeah. But, I think it's set, the, the the battle itself is set, yeah, I think it's about almost, every, every time you play is a year, so, you've got the year from getting there. Like three ch- yeah, there was like three chapters, wasn't there, so... It took you a year. When you got there, it took you a year then to fund your Deep Road Exposition. Mm-hmm. By the time you did that, it was just as the Blight ended, I believe. Yeah. Because the reason they wanted to go down there was because of the Blight. Because it would have emptied the tunnels out. Um, yeah. So then, once you've done that, so that game part's a year, and then the next time you take controls another year, so that's two years. 
Mm. Um, and then I think from that point to where you fight the Kavnali is another year. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure about the space between the Canary and the Mages. I'm not. I think that's probably another year. But then yeah. I don't know if you like you become the champion and you're the champion for a year until the uh, Mage stuff happens, or because it does tend to take like it, your one place, your one play area is in based in a year. And then it tends to take a year gap where your characters bought the house, bought all this property, whatever. And then it goes on to the next one. Um, I assume it would have been roughly a year. Because you become a very big... No, it might be less. Because the... Um... Uh, yeah, so it happened within about five years, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Sort of, sort of, there was the three chapters which took place over a year. And then, like you said, there was the two breaks in between that. Where, where stuff happened. And then, effectively at that point, Inquisition starts immediately after that. Yes. Because of the, the whole situation of trying to do the Conclave and then all the shit that happens from there. Um, but, sort of, Bioware know how to do that in a timing sense. And I'm sort of concerned with turning sort of Dragon Age 4 into a live service and having a shared player experience sort of detracts from that. Especially when in the article it claimed that they were they were looking at the idea of of having drop in support and quest and evolving quest lines influenced by players' choices that are not your own. So turning from then the personal game into a game that is played based on what the majority choose mm. is not really See, I don't like that because that means for. I don't get to like I don't get to see how my story would play out. I'm basically yeah. stuck to follow whoever whatever the majority wants to do. So if the majority were want to be good people and you could have gone down a dark path, you're not going to be able to go down that dark path then, are you? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the better way of doing this would probably would have been the... And it's weird that I'm saying this. The Star Wars The Old Republic MMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that they did it was sort of interesting. It was in the in the way of... The, part, the, the, the story would follow based on the party leader's decisions. Yes. But everyone's dark side and light side ratings were based on what conversations they chose. So you'd be able to follow the story of the party leader without being penalised in terms of your own character yes. development. I remember that. By doing that. And that was actually, you know, considered that very sort of clever in that way. So, yeah, um, I think it's to say a bit anxious for, for, for development of Dragon Age 4. Provided it still goes on, honestly, I've never. Oh, I have to admit, I have seen some articles. Well, I've seen one article that I think says number four is not happening anymore. Mm. But then I've it's the only article I have found, and I've not seen any other traces of it. Yeah. I have to admit, I, I mean, haven't looked in the last two days since the last time I saw it. But yeah, sorry, it's still something to sort of sort of be sort of concerned about, especially with the ongoing Anthem business, and especially oh, yeah. with that with that Jason Scryer article, which is like, you know, sort of blew up, and really blew up in Bioware's face with how they responded to it. I mean, we discussed that last week. Yes. But, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And while, while we do that... Like I said in the last one, get the shit together. Make a Dragon Age yeah, get the shit together. Make the game. <laughs> close the storyline. Yeah, close the storyline, and please tell me what is. I want to see my hero Ferelden and my um, champion. And your back. hawk. Yeah, my hawk. I want to see my hawk. Yeah. I, I want to um, see what happened to the buggers. Yeah, I want to see what happened. I mean, I mean, hawk appeared in Inquisition. He appears in what? I said hawk appears in Inquisition based on what history you got. Does it? Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, this this is coming from the source of the Dragon Age wiki. That Hawk actually does appear, depending on sort of your whether main, you sided with the mages yeah. or the Templars. I'm assuming if you and sided with the Templars, you would have appeared. Well, they apparently appeared either way, but there was also the Abyss ending, which is a sort of a bit bit different. But um, because yeah, so. I know what's happened to the hero for Elden because of the add-on stories, the the DLC they did for it. And Morrigan is meant to have come back in... Did she come back in Inquisitor? What? Hawk? No, Morrigan. Morrigan? I, I 
Not sure. I know they, they use. I'm sure they use her in the video. Is it the number four they've used it for the video? I can't remember now. Let's see. No. Uh, yes. She apparently does appear in Inquisition. Wow. She's wearing a corset. Um, but uh, yeah. But, because you know, some characters do appear and some not. Varric is really the major one. Van, he's in um, two of them now. He, yeah, he's heavily involved in two and three. But then he is the, star, the storyteller for all of this, I believe. Yeah. He's the one who's telling this story. Mm. You're, you're just playing it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, they just decide it's a single-player experience like it should be. But, oh, um, yeah. you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we move on to, to more Jason Schreier stories. It's the one that Darius had just put in the uh, in the feed. Oh, I've not seen this. I saw it pop where, up. Uh, but, uh... Again, this is Eurogamer and it's a report um, that on a recent podcast, Jason Scryer... Um... Oh, I, I read this earlier actually. Yeah, sort of him complaining, sort of speculating that Sony had basically the nuked they... yeah. character transfers for cross-platform then... stuff. That tends to be a lot of the things Sony does there. Yeah, they're trying to like mm. make they console their own ecosystem. Yeah, but then yeah. I've had this discussion before. It's like cross-platform play and everything else. Like you've got the whole security issue. Yeah. Which I think Sony doesn't want to have to deal with. They don't want to put the man hours and the money into doing it while other games are going to. Yeah, we'll do it. Hmm. Just to yeah. please us, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, this this is apparently coming up on... From what I'm reading here, though, a lot of this isn't just the facts of Sony and its cross-play issues. That's, that's been and gone. I mean, cross-play looks like it's going to eventually head onto Sony. Oh, yeah, it will eventually yeah. go on. I think they've kind of been pressured into it more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is this is somewhat separate. You know, the, the quote from from Square is that they heard that Bungie wanted to do character transfers for PS4 and PC uh, before Forsaken came out, but Sony wouldn't allow it. Sony is just like we want people to associate Destiny with PS4, even if that means screwing over other players. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, when you when you actually think of looking at advertising for Destiny 2, generally you see the bit at the end that says, "Oh yeah, get all these maps and all this stuff first on PlayStation." Yeah. That's that's going to be in the eyes. Well, I think actually it's probably a case when someone thinks Destiny, they think PlayStation. Secondary, they think it's PC because of Destiny 2. Um, yeah. But that's going to have its own problems now that you know that Bungie pulled out of the Activision stuff. I mean, it's you know it's fair for it to still be on Battle.net and you know stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, this may have come up. To be fair, this looks like it came up while it was in the crossplay issue. I can see that in terms of an exclusivity standpoint, I can see why the character transfers would be a problem. Because, sure, transferring to PlayStation to get exclusives is one thing. Transferring Tra- from yeah, with PlayStation exclusives. with yeah, and that's and that's the the sort of the problem. So yeah, I can see see where they're coming. Business wise, right. it's still stupid for exclusivity, but you know, it's it's a, it's a fair. The fair thing. So it was just a, it was just a quick one because. But then, you know, at the end of the day, that's also where Bungie and Activision could have just made a lot more money. And Sony won- and Sony and everyone else wouldn't have seen a fucking penny of it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still kind of hope one day I will be able to just buy the game and play it on the platform. And when? Oh, you got that. On which platform and when I want it? Yeah. Of my choice, weird not Google like console, not like in this right now. So I would buy. I would pay for Destiny free. And okay, today I'm playing on PC, tomorrow I will be playing on Xbox, and the day after I might play on Nintendo Switch. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that, that would be something what I'm looking forward to. you buying the game regardless the platform. Mm. If Of course, yeah. if it will be a... If you can play it on all those platforms, that's what it should be. Yeah. It's a bit of a, bit of a pipe dream though, isn't it? I was about to say that is that's more than a pipe dream. That was like a fucking pipe bomb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. While while we're speaking of Activision, I'll bring this on to the odd news of the uh, 
of this week. Did they destroy? My something? God! Did you did you hear this about uh, Activision Blizzard and their weird weird kinks regarding monitoring data about pregnancies? Their what? Wait, wait. They... <laughs> Activision Blizzard pays employees one dollar per day. Go on, finish it off. I can't see the rest of it. It just goes one dollar per for their pregnancy data. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, this this come up on on Eurogamer, um, middle of middle of last week. <laughs> um, they, yeah, they're making a pregnancy app or something. I don't know. I don't get how this <laughs> is is monitored. I don't know if this is if this is a way of of sort of. It, it, it's gonna start bringing like pregnancy into games, and they're just wanting to study what it actually is like and how it act- so they can make the characters react better. Yeah, it's, I'd it's hope so. Like, I mean, it's 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 weird. I mean, to be fair, I can see where this has come from on on sides. Now, you know, this would have been perfect for a business with Duncan segment, but um, yeah, the idea of this is that anonymously, employees at Activision can share their pregnancy data, sort of, you know. Yes. Well, basically, their stuff. If Charlotte. It's the only one pregnant in the office at the time, and then the pregnancy data starts to be... It's so anonymous. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess this really works with big companies, because they're going to have unless, unless, employees. Yeah, and... Unless everyone in your fucking department of something like that is going to end up pregnant, you all at the same time. Oh, we're all giving birth the same day. Don't expect us in for these few months. Half but, your fucking building's I mean, just gone for a year. Yeah, but I mean... You, you look at this though and let's think of it this way nine month pregnancy generally that they will Less basically the parent will find out within what two to three months normally yes something like that and then they're getting paid a dollar a day as a gift card which means there that's sort of then you've got seven months of pay in addition to the payment that you're getting for your new baby you know I guess like that, that sort of in that piece. Yeah, as uh, yeah, as one of the one of the data that said they've provided diaper and formula money, uh, as quoted in this. But the thing that they got on there is that they're apparently saving twelve hundred dollars or about nine hundred and twenty pounds per employee in annual medical costs. It's a cost saving exercise. It's a uh, you know. But what are they using the data for? I. Just give us your data, we'll just give you the dollar and then fuck off. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just throw it in that odd, bin over there like... in the corner. Yeah, I mean, you know, I could see where someone would probably go, oh, well, we can then look at how we can sort of do maternity leave and and sort of, you know, monitor sort of the healthy working conditions for pregnant employees in the in the workplace. But then you've also got to remember this is Activision Blizzard. <laughs> what, what, why is this a quote? I want them to have a healthy baby because it's great for a business experience. What is having a healthy baby great for having your business? Bring your baby to work day. Yeah, most people do that just to show them around and that'll be it. Well, yeah, it's a... Phil, happy, happy employee, happy workplace. Yeah, yeah, but I find it a bit tough for happy employee in a place that employee... uses crunch as a motivation. <laughs> yeah, and... They don't. You think of it this way: you have a healthy baby. That that's fine. Mm-hmm. That, that's all good. You're not gonna be there for what the next nine to twelve months. Depend. Yeah, depending on. Depending on your maternity. So yeah. when you come back, you could come back a complete and utter fucking wreck. Yeah. Hey, you could come back a complete and utter fucking wreck without a job. Yeah. Yeah. So I I still want to know what the hell are they using this information for. <laughs> Yeah, it just monitoring, which is, you know, I guess it comes down to the bottom of the. We're thing. spying on your baby. It. We're gonna know. We want to know if he wants to be hired by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, it does lead to the question by the reporter by Emma Kent for this. She's like, Activision Blizzard's claim the scheme brings health benefits is. She's oh, she's the pun She's the pun one. Just read that there. The scheme brings health benefits is all well and good. Where, all, all well, 1984, Big Brother's watching you. It's right at the bottom oh, yeah. of the article. Found it. Um, but the argument for this is for the welfare of employees. I'm not buying it. 
Yeah, I mean, look at Activision's track record. You know, it's just... They don't care about the people. Yeah. They don't care about the fucking... They don't care about us. No. Why, why no. would they really care about them in place? Yeah. I mean, I'm liking the comments for this straight up at the at the time. Uh, you've got uh, on the Eurogame, you've got Mr. Tom FTW reads headline, I'm sorry, what? Reads article, I'm sorry, what? And then, uh, yeah, uh, a user, Jim Jamyaha, Jim uh, says, I'm definitely filing this news on article under creepy bastards. <laughs> Hell yeah! But, um, yeah, so, Jesus. But that is fucking I, creepy as fuck. Yeah. When you when you bring it down to it, I could see I could see the, the you know the benefit of having you know this sort of extra money, but then when you realise that that extra money is then subsidised by the fact that you're then reducing costs, in, probably in maternity, and with the fact that they've then got your data about what, what how you've had your baby, we noticed you had a lot of melons when you were pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah you had a lot of potassium. Oh well, there we go then. So oh, d- right. don't be blaming work stress for this happening to your child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't work. It was the hormones. Yeah, you fuck off, Activision Blizzard. It was the work. <laughs> um, but yeah, now we'll we'll we will move swiftly on from that to the last news report here. So, do you know, like we were talking last week about Prince Harry, you know, Is blah 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 week? to the Queen Elizabeth Long May she Oh reign. yeah. About banning Fortnite. Yes. Well, how it must feel to be a PUBG player in Nepal. They actually done it. They've banned it. Aww. In the, according to this PC Gamer article, um, yeah, all internet and mobile providers in the country will be required to enforce the ban of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Um, it was effective three days ago as of time of recording, so that was. Thursday, last week. Hey. Uh, Thursday the 11th. Yeah, Thursday the 11th. Effective immediately. <laughs> um, I love this. This is, the move comes after the Nepal Metropolitan Crime Division filed a public interest litigation. Basically known as, will somebody please think about the children law. Uh, um, so the Simpsons law. Yeah. Oh, oh, what's what's her name? Reverend I, Lovejoy's wife. I have no idea what her name is, and I couldn't care. But you know what I mean, Mrs. Yes. Lovejoy. Won't somebody please think about the children? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. that's like her only line in almost any of the Simpsons anymore. Yeah, but it's just like we've received a number of complaints from parents, schools, and school associations regarding the effects of the game on children. Why? Uh, what, quoted, what was it doing? Well, yeah. uh, they were playing it. Obviously, they've gone on the idea of addiction, and you know, affecting. Let's see. Affecting children's studies and making them more aggressive is what was quoted from uh, Metropolitan Crime Division Chief uh, Diraj Pratap Singh. I I think this is more come from their parents telling them to pause the game. Yeah. (laughs) But I have to admit, I I rage at that one. Stefan, pause the game and can you help me downstairs, please? Yeah, Yeah. in the middle of a live game. Yeah, I'm playing Rainbow Six. I'll come right down. Yeah, uh... Let, oh, let, I'll be honest. Let me if just I, tell the enemy team something. I'm going AFK if they don't shoot me. Yeah, yeah, don't, <laughs> yeah don't shoot me. I'm going AFK. When I come back, I'll be ready to go. However, I love that the idea on this is that, right, PUBG may cause aggression in children. Therefore, starting today, we are banning it in the country. That's... I... So, for a may be, they just they cancel everything. Mm. This may be the issue. No, nothing to do with the parenting. Oh, well, yeah, we. I mean, we discussed all this last week, didn't we, Steph? So, you know, I no, no, no. There's no, times no, where no. I go, okay, yeah, the game may have done this, but then why did you let them play it? Why? Well, yeah. I know, I know many people who kids who play games, but they don't play it ridiculously like some people. So let's let's, let's have say a look at this. They'll turn around and go, okay, you can play the game for let's say an hour. After that, you need to make sure you've had this done, this done, this done, this done, and you're not allowed back on it. But you have to have all this done before you can go on it. So that that's okay. parent. Um, so, giving so, your child a game and telling them, leave me alone, basically, is not backing parenting. Yeah. 
I mean, if we have a look at this, so we use the Peggy or the BBFC in extreme cases, age ratings mm-hmm. for games as well. Yes. So Peggy, um, which I know is pan-European gaming information, but that's what we use in Europe, and that's what we use in the UK. So it's rated, uh, let's see, hold on, let's see if I can find it. I think it's rated 16. Let's have, let's have a look. Uh, hmm. Interesting. It doesn't show it, but right. Okay, we'll go with generally on Steam then. It's rated eighteen. Yeah. And I think think Peggy is related is um, rated sixteen. So, you know, that's the thing. So here's yeah. This leads to where Steph's going. The problem isn't the game. This is just the, the game for has letting been... them play the game. Yeah. And you know, again, this has come up. The games are not meant to be played by the children in the first place. You, we need to stop doing this sort of idea of this this narrative that's been going since the eighties that games, consoles, and video games are toys, and they're only for children, and therefore anything that isn't released for children is a problem. No, the industry is bigger than that now. Especially when you look at what Nintendo did, where they've turned around and said, "Well." I guess our games console is a toy. However, why should only children play it? Yeah, but then that's a whole family thing now, Nintendo. Well, yeah, the the, the family they were family focused from the off anyway. Oh, true. They, they you know that's that's where they have been, and that's where they have their games have the broad age ratings, and that's why <coughs> that's why you know sort of the franchise that they have the Mario's and the let's say Zelda's. Are generally in that sort of younger demographic. To Zelda, you go slightly up to sort of the 12s, and then you have your things like your Metroids and and sort of other games where they're sort of slightly more adult in that in that sort of rating. Mm. But Nintendo have got this idea that yeah, the games console should be for everyone. So why should we be limiting people? I mean, in this, in terms of this market, that you know, I guess it's Nepal, which I find it a bit appalling actually. But um. <clears throat> I apologise. I tried a pun. <laughs> that was that was awful. But yeah, you know the fact that yeah you know, the fact that they've banned it on the idea of oh the children might get hurt, therefore we're going to treat it as badly or we're going to treat it like it's a controlled substance. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably not going to work. And then again, there are a lot of countries that you know so tightly restrict so much that. You can't even say something without having the secret police at your door. So, you know. But it's a shame. It's a shame. But hopefully people might actually find that the problem is, you know, maybe if you look at protecting the children by, you know, actually keeping an eye on them. And so does like, like a parent. So my parents made sure I was fine. I believe yeah, then again, I wasn't also a. I then again, I wasn't also a weird person. No. But uh, yeah, Did you say with you're that, not a weird person. Hey. Did you just say you're not a weird person? I never said that. Oh, I was gonna say because that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we will we will wrap that up then with that that humbling thought. So um, yeah, thank you, Darius and Stefan, for for joining today. No, thank you for having us. Okay. Oh well, well thank was, you very much. It was a pleasure. Yeah. So um yeah, if you if you liked what you heard this uh this this week, please if you aren't listening to us on YouTube, please like, share, subscribe, click that bell, do all the all the things that you want. Maybe even comment. Um you know. Analytics. Yeah. Visibility. Um if you if you aren't listening to us on YouTube and you want to uh, listen to it in your ear holes without having a video loaded in the background you can listen to it on iTunes or as of uh, yesterday in in recording terms as of Saturday last week um, it's on Spotify now Yay! turns out it was quite easy to upload it to Spotify by making it open so uh, yeah that's there so you can listen into it, <laughs> listen to it that way, um, because I realised at that point that not everyone has an Apple device, but everyone has a device that can listen to Spotify. I just don't so, have Spotify. Uh, you don't have to be subscribed to Spotify. You just need to have it. 
No, I just don't have it. Yeah, but it's accessible. That's uh, that's what I was going for. Anyway, we will uh, we will move this on, and uh, yeah, stuff will appear on the end screen for the YouTube video now for watching all our other stuff. Uh, you know, check out sibling rivalry for more monster prom stuff. Episode four should have been uploaded on What's Sunday. What's the general up to nowadays? Uh, the general is going through a looks like uh, a War of the Chosen XCOM two run. Uh, that I initially thought was an Iron Man run because I thought Steven was crazy, but he's uh, he's not. He's just doing a normal run. Um, the Gauntlet Play Session trilogy has wrapped up, so we're going to look at maybe seeing what we can do with something else. So maybe more, uh, maybe more Play Session, maybe something immaterially different. Who knows? Um, role playing Nottingham Games is still carrying on. I've figured at the uh, the rate I'm going with it. There'll be about 14 more episodes. Yay. Fair enough. Because uh, we've been going through two episodes a chapter and there's about seven chapters left. So, there. Okay, at that okay. point, at that point, it's probably then going to be playing an RPG that I may not like. Like, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I didn't mind that. I, we'll see. We'll see. And, um, what progress have we got on your two guys' project? Um, we've only done one episode at the minute. Okay, so it's still still going. Yeah, we'll have um, we are planning on recording more today, I believe. Yeah, that's the problem. So, depending Fair on it what is. it's doing. Okay then. Well, in that case, with 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 that, uh, we shall see you next week. Uh, for God's sake, please don't kill each other. And I'm not hiding the bodies. If you absolutely do. not. She's own to do now. Ryan told so. me I'm not allowed to offer that surface yeah. anymore. Yeah, this is sort yeah. of a legal aspect, legal difficulties for doing that. Uh, but then again, we're not a company yet, so who knows? So, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. I take cash. See you, bye-bye. What do you mean, cash? You told me card. You told me PayPal. You told me it was easily traceable. <gasps> we're done for. <laughs>